The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. So, does, does anybody really care that the liberals and the NDP have given police, and this is, and folks, this is true, they have given police until the middle of March the power to obtain your banking information, freeze your bank account with no judicial review, no judicial permission, and no appeal. Police don't have to give a reason. They don't even have to tell you that they have frozen your bank account. Your bank doesn't have to tell you that. And according to Trudeau, the targets will be as follows. Anyone who donated to the convoy. Anyone who took part in the convoy in any way. And what he calls influencers. That is, anyone who encouraged the convoy in any way. Now, the fact that this support, that the encouragement, may have come when this convoy was first launched and was perfectly legal, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whatsoever. We have reports, for example, and I have not been able to confirm, but it hasn't been denied, that a woman in the West Coast donated $50 from almost day one when this was a perfectly legal operation. She donated $50, and guess what? Her bank account has been frozen. Did she do something to tick police off? Who knows? But that's the kind of situation we've got now. The, I mean, the liberals and the NDP, they, 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 there are all sorts of assurances. Oh, well, uh, we won't pick on the little guy. Well, a $50 donation sounds pretty small to me. I don't know about you. And I, I must also remind you that here in Ottawa, coffee sh- little coffee shop owner, they had a little coffee shop, they provided apparently some free coffee to some of the protesters. They have now been charged. They may lose their restaurant. Now, if this, folks, if this is not a police state, then can someone please give me a better definition of a police state? If police, without any sort of judicial review, <clears throat> without any sort of an appeal, strictly on their own volition, apparently they don't have to have proof, just suspicion, suspicion that you donated or that you encouraged, and it could be game over for you. If you run a company, they freeze your account, you're, you're out of business. You can't meet payroll. If you have a mortgage with the bank, you may lose your home. You may lose your job. On the mere suspicion by a police officer, that you did something that was perfectly legal at the time. Folks, I am not making this up. I challenge all of you out there who care about your country, read what the Emergency Measures Act says. Listen to what Trudeau and Blair and the rest of those damn bloody bobbleheads have to say. They claim and have claimed many times that nothing that they are doing here contravenes the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. That is pure and utter, absolute, total whale shit. 
what 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 they are doing. I mean, if you can go in and freeze somebody's bank account on mere suspicion with no appeal, that is a direct contravention of the Charter of Rights. I mean, how how they can stand there, and we are, and we have journalists who don't even challenge them on is beyond me. Uh, one of the questions I have is like. Does, does anybody in this country really care about this? I get the idea that there are some people who are quite prepared to give up all sorts of freedoms to avoid having horns honked on their street. I'm not suggesting that what the truckers and others did here was acceptable. It was illegal, and it should have ended a long time ago. But, you know, one of the things, <clears throat> one of the, things the Charter says is that we should have freedom from, from unfair, unjust treatment. In other words, that the treatment, the punishment, should match the crime. Well, I mean, does this, I mean, so a couple of small little coffee shop owners decide to be kind to the families who are up on Wellington, and they provide free coffee, is this really justify putting them out of business, charging them, maybe sending them to jail? Really? You really think that, do you? That's If you do, then to me, that's a problem. You're, I mean, please keep in mind, it's coffee shop owners today. Tomorrow, who the hell knows? I, I, I suppose in some way I could be called an influencer. I never certainly influenced or tried to to get them to break the law, and I was one of the first ones to say, listen, you've proved your point, go home. But at first, I supported. I thought that this was illegal, that there were all sorts of problems out there, that the, many of these, many of the, the complaints that they had were justified. And and my feeling was was shared by, obviously, tens of thousands of people who supported them along the way. Am I an influencer? Am I in danger? I, I may be. I mean, it was this son of a bitch, as far as I am concerned, the Prime Minister of Canada, the most Machiavellian, dangerous, underhanded man that I have ever seen lead any country. Well, certainly lead this country. I am absolutely convinced and have evidence that he's the one that got me fired and Rob Snow fired from CFRA. If he will do that, <clears throat> if his people will do that, imagine what they could do to you. Uh, I'm not trying to exaggerate here, folks, more than with now. I don't, <coughs> excuse me. Originally, they told us they were giving us numbers of the bank accounts that are frozen. And the last figure I had was 206. But if I don't know if you've noticed or not, but they've stopped giving those figures. I have no idea. And I'm sure that you don't either. How many bank accounts have not? Is it, you know, is it 250? Is it 300, 400, 500, 1,000? I don't know. They won't tell us anymore. There's total, absolute secrecy. In fact, it was like pulling hen's teeth to find out the criterion. The fact that if you donated, took part, or encouraged as an influencer, that you are liable to have your bank account frozen, and there's no appeal, and it's the police who make the decision. Is that a police state? Or the start of one? Let me let me point out something else that what what really disturbs me. As you know, last night the NDP 
quivering mass of jellyfish, every damn one of them, you know, kissed the liberal ass and voted with them to extend the War Measures Act, which we now call the Emergency Measures Act. I, I, I'm sure that you're aware that almost every honest legal expert that I have listened to says that there was no need for this in the first place, that everything that the police did, except for the banks, but everything else that they did to get people off the streets here in Ottawa, they could have done under existing law. And there certainly was no reason to extend this. But they extended it. My feeling is, and I'd like your opinion on this, I think, sadly, that the truckers and the welders and the steam fitters and uh, everybody that took part in this convoy have fallen into a very cleverly set trap by Trudeau. Because now Trudeau will be able to go to the next election and don't forget that he is demon. And he continues to demonize these people, claiming that they are a, a terrible threat. Throws out the specter of what happened at the White House, the storming of the White House. Nothing of that sort even came close to happening here. But Trudeau has demonized them, so he's able to go to the next election, Trudeau, to the next election, and say, "Look at what I saved you from. I'm the only guy that stood up to these people. They were threatening. They were going to overthrow their government. We were going to have a government of." God knows what evil Americans and truckers and welders and, you know, uh, carpenters and mechanics. And that, that, that's essentially what Trudeau was able to say. I rescued you, saved you from a fate worse than death. And that's, I'm going to tell you that that'll be, that, that will be the main argument that he advances in the next election. But l let me, let me just tell you the difference, <clears throat> the way we treat things. As you're aware, some of you may be aware because there's been very little coverage that a very serious violent event occurred in northern British Columbia. A group of some 20 masked and uniformed, they were wearing camouflage uniforms, attacked a group of defenseless workers drilling for gas or installing a, a gas pipeline. Uh, they, they, they intimidated, threatened the, the workers. They, 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 were, they attacked some of the workers with axes. They smashed and did more than several million dollars worth of damage to equipment. In one case, they tried to light fire uh, to a number of the vehicles and equipment and so forth. In one case, a, a group of, of workers ran to a truck. They locked themselves in the truck, and the, the, the masked men tried to light fire to the truck roast, to, to roast the people inside. I'm going to tell you right now, no emergency act has been applied to that. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts that no arrests will ever be made. They have video of it, but I'll bet you dollars to donuts that no attempt will ever be made. Why? Well, because these were obviously environmentalists. These were left-wingers. And left-wingers can do things very clearly that welders and truckers can't do. I'm sorry to be so cynical, but that's the way I see it. How do you see it? And if there's anything else you want to talk about, the Watson-Diane-Dean's feud, wasn't that a beauty? Your opinion on that? Uh, by the way, do you think that firing Diane-Dean's as chair of the Police Services Board was justified? And do you think this pretty well cancels her chance of becoming next mayor, or do you think it'll help it? And um, what do you think of the job that Candace Bergen is doing so far as interim leader? But primarily, I, I'd, I'd like to know if any of you understand 
or appreciate how serious how serious this Emergency Measures Act is to empower police. Now, I've always been a strong supporter of police, but I don't, th- I, I don't think that you can safely give anybody, including elected officials, this kind of power, just on suspicion, with no judicial... I mean, you can't enter a person's home without a warrant. You may know that there's a murderer inside, but you can't. You got to get a judge to approve a warrant. But you don't have to get a judge to approve to go in and seize your bank account. I don't know. John, got any response so far? Uh, yes, we do. And uh, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, did you see the video, by the way, of the coffee shop owners? Uh, I didn't know. I did. Why? And I yeah. have a few issues with those coffee shop owners, if I can yeah. be so bold. Sure, um, sure. First off, yelling at the police outside. The police wanted in to have a conversation, whatever, and they refused to let them into their coffee shop, saying to the police, you're not from this city. I don't have to trust you. Right. So these, well. I don't have a problem with that. So you're saying, uh, wait, the Ottawa police ask for help from the Calgary Police Service, Edmonton, Vancouver, Hamilton, yeah. Kingston, etc., OPP, yeah. RCMP, yeah. and because it's an RCMP officer... Well, let me, the door- let me, can I just remind you of something? That the, the Emergency Measures Act uh, had not been passed as yet. No, exactly. Okay, you cannot enter a private residence without a warrant, without approval. What they did was perfectly legal. No, I understand that. I understand that. But the pushback yeah. from the owners saying that yeah. they don't have to take any orders from police yeah. that are not from Ottawa, that's factually incorrect. You do. Well, as I say. You they, have to obey a lawful order from uh, an officer of the law. Like it so or not. So you, you feel that this justifies no. essentially throwing them in jail or no, I, th- I, th- I think I, I think they made an egregious error. I think they pushed back on police where they didn't have the right to push back on police. Why did the police want to go in there? Because the police... Because they were open. Because they were open in a zone that was no, shut no, down, essentially. Closed. I, no, they were open, serving coffee. Oh, okay. And the police wanted them to close. But this is the problem, you see, when, 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 you, when you give police this kind of power. I mean, very clearly, the Constitution, I, I'm not sure if it's in the Constitution, but the law in this country says you cannot enter a private residence Unless there is absolute proof and an urgency, hundred percent agree. Without a without a warrant, they didn't have a warrant. No, they did not. And 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 who knows what what sort of action? You mean what the police had said? I don't. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I understand there. the fear, but yep. I mean, yeah, it's a fair debate. It, fair it, debate. It is, and and people are saying I'm on the wrong side of it, and I accept that. I I just yep. think, you know, you need to recognize that a police officer in a uniform does have it a right to give you a lawful. It seems to me that there's order. a much. There, I understand, but there, no, there's it seems a to me picture. there's a much much bigger issue here. And let's get to, to give it. Poli- yeah to the police this this kind of power. Um, if if they can do it. To a lady that donated fifty dollars legally, this is what uh, one of the things that bothers me. Okay, if you if, if after this thing was declared illegal, and that you still supported and gave money, okay, there may be some justification. But at the outset, this was perfectly legal. I thought it was great. You know, these truckers are coming out here. They've got a grievance and so forth. They promise to be peaceful. I mean, and and obviously I was not alone. I mean, there were tens of thousands of people who supported them. But apparently every single one of us who supported and those who donated, we could have our bank accounts frozen. 
That's a police state. Go ahead, please, John. All right. I'm going to lay out of it and uh, just read. No, I'm glad to hear from you. Okay, no, I, I, I know, but the listeners are, are filling yep. uh, us up with comments here. So here we go. Kathy says she is very concerned where this is headed. Lynn says, yes, I'm strongly concerned. Canadians who donated have become enemies of their own country with no means to live. This is all part of a bigger plan. Glenn says, have read it, and it scares the hell out of me, referring to the Emergencies Act. Yeah, it's a scary document, folks. It's bloody scary. I mean, essentially, the Emergency Measures Act gives police to do, to do anything. They don't have to have warrants. They can go into your house. They can block traffic. They can stop your car um, with, with no judicial review. Of, it's not just the banks. This is a very serious document. Go ahead, please. Uh, 613-413-2217 is the number if you'd like to call the show. 613-413-2217. You could text as well. David says, how many people were arrested or had bank accounts frozen when the train tracks were blocked for over three weeks in the fall of 2019? None, he says. Brenda says, when I say this, I'm called a conspiracy theorist. Looks like I'm in good company here, at least. Uh, Shirley says she loves Candace. Bobby says Candace Bergen is doing a fantastic job as interim leader. Glenn says regarding the Emergencies Act, this is bullshit. Craig says liberals have said it's up to the banking institutions to make the decisions whether or not to freeze an account, and they no longer are compelled to reveal the individual's account. Who believes that? Lynn says, yes, I'm extremely scared. We need to ask what the real motive of the government was to still vote in the Emergency Act, knowing the Ottawa protest was cleared. I, my, I, let me respond to that again. I believe that this is part of Trudeau's idea to win the next election. He's demonizing these people. He's, you know, he's saying there's still a threat. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's sort of holding out this visit, this vision of the, the attack on the White House. And I, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but the, several of his cabinet ministers have talked about Trump, Donald Trump. What they're trying to do is create this idea that we are in danger in of Parliament being stormed, just as was the White House, when in fact nothing of the sort even came close to happening. But he can. The more he demonizes, the more he he creates the idea that these people are dangerous, that there's foreign interference, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the stronger he appears, because he can now say, "I saved you from this." That to me is what he's going to be claiming that I saved you from this. Go ahead, John. Uh, a text at 613-413-2217. This person says, scares the hell out of me. Why did I spend 25 years in uniform protecting this country? Wow. Uh, Barry says, much better to be a cynical person than a brainless zombie that keeps voting for a useless liberal government. The only one you can trust is Shields and Packenham, says Laurentian View Terry. Thank you, Terry, very much. You're not wrong on that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about there Shields. There you go. There's your opening. Shields. Shields is totally is totally neutral on this. Pretty hard to be neutral, but if you're going to stay in business pretty well, very clearly you don't want to be giving free coffee to protesters or taking sides. God knows. But seriously, seriously, uh, we've talked about this many, many times. If if you're in the market for appliances, all I am saying is give Shields a chance. I know that you know they they don't have the money to to you know spend the kind of advertising that bad boy has and walmart and all the rest of the big box stores but what they what they specialize in is really 
good service and very, very fair pricing. They they know that they've been in business since 1947. They know the business well. They shop the competition. They understand what the prices are, and they make darn sure that they are very competitive and in some cases can beat. Price, hey, listen, with skyrocketing inflation these days, every penny that you can save is, is, is a, a penny earned, all right? And you can save a few in all probability and thus earn a few if you just give Shields a chance. Shields.ca. Back to you, John. All right, I can barely keep up with all the comments, and thank you for them on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, etc. I pop as many up on the screen as I can, which, if you're listening on the audio stream, doesn't really uh, help you much, but I read as many as I can to Lowell as well for you. All right, Bobby says, why don't we talk about who Justin Trudeau actually works for? Why doesn't anybody in your position speak honestly about the pure evil Zionist cabal, cabal uh, that fuel our parliament? Excuse me? Here... A, a Zionist cabal? Yep. Who, who, who's the author? Who's the, who wrote that? That's Bobby. Bobby, you are a racist pig. Never contact me again in any way. This is hate-mongering. To, to, for you to claim publicly that the Jews are behind this, you, 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 you talk about Nazism, you're a freaking Nazi as far as I'm concerned. Bugger off. You know what? Climb into your slimy little hole and never come back out again. On to the next, please. All right. Son of a bitch. Kathy says, I have a question. First, it was said that the emergency act was only till the middle of March, but yesterday Trudeau mentioned he would like to extend it at least three months more. Is he allowed to? I, 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 I never heard. I, I, I see that, and I've done some research. I, I cannot find out that he said that. I have to be honest. But... It certainly will be there. Now they keep saying, "Oh well, we'll 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 drop it as soon as we can." Well, when is that? What I mean, the the streets are empty in Ottawa now. All the bridges are wide open. What's the justification to continue this even now? He says, "Well, as soon as we don't need it, we'll drop it." Well, why do you need it now? Go ahead, John. Uh, somebody would like to hear Bill Carroll interview you. I don't know why they say that, but okay. 613-413-2217. The Emergency Act is like using a cannon to a verbal fight. Overkill. I also like that the cops were carrying rifles at a peaceful demonstration. I don't know if they were carrying rifles. Oh, yes, they were. I thought that was Some of them were carrying submachine guns. I, well, I, I have no business speaking on that. I can't identify. I thought it was just yeah. tear gas guns, beanbag guns. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there were rifles there. There had to be. Anyway, I told you I would stay out of it. I'm staying out of it. Julie says, <laughs> I think this emergency act passing is very scary. I think freezing bank accounts is insane and not right. I do believe they needed to follow the money, but not this way. Barbara says, I truly believe that everyone other than diehard liberals and NDP feel extremely sad, confused, and angry, uh, but I also feel hopeless. And yes, it was a trap by Trudeau and bobblehead Freeland and Jagmeet. Calvin says, who are the imbeciles that wrote the Emergencies Act and okayed it? The, the Emergencies Act is very clear. Uh, it, it was the conservatives amended. We had the War Measures Act, which was applied, as you know, by Pierre Trudeau. All right. And um, the, the conservatives f felt that, they, that it needed some revision, which they did. But it was never intended to be used for something like this. The, you know, the Emergency Measures Act was intended to be used if there was real danger of some sort of military coup, et cetera, et cetera. If, if police did not have the, the power to act, I mean, the police always had the power to go in and arrest and, and tow those vehicles away. Come on. And, and I'm not the only one. I mean, talk, uh, talk to any honest legal expert. 
university professors, etc., etc. They'll tell you the same thing. That could all, don't forget, there was already an Emergency Measures Act that was passed by Doug Ford to clear the bridge. Well, that was already in effect. Uh, Paul in Canada is on the line. Go ahead, Paul. What's your take on this? Yeah, hi, Lowell. Uh, yeah, just uh, first time calling in, but uh, uh, my feeling, I kind of agree with what you just said. Is uh, My feeling on it is Trudeau actually never stopped campaigning, and he had this divisive approach or strategy to win the last election, and he squeaked through. And I think he's continuing down that path. And I think what you're going to see out of this with these measures to look into people's bank accounts and find out who's behind the funding, at least on that I guess there's some money coming out of the U.S., but you're going to see a list of it's from this group, it's from this group, it's from this person who has a link to this, and words like terrorist and whatnot, all all to paint the protesters with one brush that they're 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 kind of his boogeyman that he has to have to point Very to true. and say these are horrible people, right? And now, I saved only, you from them. Uh, yeah, and uh, the only thing I'd, I'd say that I, I kind of again, I, I as I get older. Things aren't just black and white, I find, or at least as far as I'm concerned. But the one argument maybe for the Emergency Act that I can see is I I don't like the idea of foreign money uh, coming into Canada to support basically political movement, right? Yeah, okay, but can I point something out? Yeah, yeah, sure. We know we have absolute proof that millions of American dollars have poured in uh, to to fuel the anti-pipeline movement in this country to aid the U.S. oil industry, and no emergency act was ever even suggested to combat that foreign income. Well, e- equally bad, we should we, we we got enough of our own problems in Canada, enough uh, crazy ideas and stuff. Let's let's cut out this whatever the foreign influences are. I never liked that. I remember there was a, a politician I won't say who went to the U.S. during the, one of the U.S. elections might have been the last one, and he came out and said right in the U.S., this is a head of state, saying which which uh, 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 candidate he preferred in the election. I thought, this is completely unacceptable. Like, why are you meddling in another country's business? Yeah, Paul, I have a good, good call, sir, and I thank you. All I want to point out, Thanks. sir, is that if we're going to stop foreign foreign money coming in to assist protesters, then we'd better stop the foreign money from coming in here and stopping the anti-pipeline movement and helping the anti-pipeline. Paul, thank you, sir. Very good. You're a thoughtful man, Thanks, and I Paul. appreciate it. Thank you. John, back to you. Uh, Mike says, what do you think about what Watson said, that he wanted to sell some of the trucks to help pay the bill instead of charging taxpayers? Well, I mean, this is... I mean, this is just part of the demonizing, uh, you know, truckers who 99% of them did nothing wrong. Uh, well, that they, they should have gone home. I'm, uh, I, but I mean, there was no violence. Uh, and, and, you know, when you think about some of the media coverage, uh, the, 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 one of the things that I tell you, I know I'm getting a little off it, but the, the, the media coverage, when the group of veterans who had nothing to do with the convoy came in, removed the fence from in front of the war memorial and pick and, and be established their own guard. This was demonized by Trudeau constantly that a group, he, he inferred that a group of terrorists had come in and tore down the fences and the media for the most part took that same tact. It was, it was a group of very concerned, 
older veterans who very calmly and carefully went in, took the fence down, and posted their own guard. And somehow or other, they were made out to be terrorists. That's the kind of demonization that went on. John, back to you. Oh, Lowell, we got so many comments, I can't even get half of them on the air for you today, which is a great thing for the show. It shows that we're growing. Thank you, by the way, to all who share this on your social media timelines. That's the best advertising we've got. Paul says, does anyone know if any of the donations reached these truckers, or is the money still being held back? Well, apparently about a million dollars was was doled out for for expenses, and the rest of it, as you know, apparently is being refunded. Uh, I'm going to tell you that probably, in all probability, some of the money will not be refunded, and uh, whether PayPal, or not PayPal, but um, GoFundMe will benefit, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, the whole thing is all covered in darkness, isn't it? Go ahead, John. Calvin says, I think foreign money bankrolled Trudeau's elections. Um, Bob says, Stephen Gibo and Elizabeth May were both charged with illegal protesting in the past, yet both voted yes. Kathy says, in downtown Ottawa, there are papers being posted on windows and hydro poles with a list of names of who donated to the convoy. Uh, Anne says, you should be mad at the NDP as they had the power to stop this act. Joshua says, so Trudeau says the targets will be anyone who disagreed with his view that it was the fringe minority with opposing views. Paul says the NDP is a pack of hypocrites. They used to care about the workers. And Helen on Facebook says hydro cannot cut your hydro off in the winter, but police can freeze your bank uh, for you can't pay your bills. Sick. Some punctuation would be great there, Helen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I, yeah, uh, I think maybe tomorrow we may have a few words about this jellyfish jagmeat sing. I had, I had great hopes for this guy with his $1,000 suits. I mean... Uh, I, I mean, what a, what a jellyfish, eh? What a weasel. What a weasel. Well, we do so reluctant. We support reluctantly. You support because if there's an election, no, you know, you wouldn't probably win any votes for heaven's sake. They're out of money. It was a total lack of principle. Here's the NDP supposed to be the party of principle, the party of the little guy, the little blue-collar worker, and to which I can only say bullshit. And we'll say it tomorrow. Thank you again. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.